this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. In today's episode, I'm sharing some of the responses I had to episodes 32 and 33. The plant episode, remember that one with the orchids and cacti? and the utopia idea. So I had quite a few people um, confessing whether they fell into being an orchid or a cactus or, you know, fluctuating between. And one of the emails from a particular submissive gentleman gave pretty good reasonings for why he is a vine. Now, if you've ever seen these lush vines growing, like the golden pothos and so on, um, they're impressive. <laughs> they're easy. Um, and the reason why he identified as a vine wasn't necessarily because he considers himself to be easy, but because these rampant vines, they like exploring a lot, yet always happy to follow guidance, training, and they're pretty able, you know, to survive alone. They can deal with some mistreatment and being ignored. But I'll tell you, one of my favorite things about vining houseplants is they're so easy to share with friends. I mean, you can share them with a half dozen friends with minimal effort, very minimal effort. And if you're actually looking for a gardening tip, all you do is cut off a part of it, plop it down in water, you know, change it every week or so. You'll have roots thrown in dirt or not, it can stay in water and give it to a friend. If you're looking for, you know, how to share your submissive tips, well, (laughs) well, let me know and I'll do that in another episode. And so for episode 33, again, quite a few responses. A lot of people love the idea of utopia and I'll get to a few of those and we might revisit this a couple of times. So... If you still have an idea that you haven't shared with me, go ahead. We're going to start off this one with a story that was inspired by episode 33. So go on and get yourself, you know, a cup of hot chocolate or some hot tea. Settle on in for story time. I love listening to the stars. Of all the things the goddess made for us, I think I like their song the best. High and pure and twinkly. Just as they themselves twinkle up in the sky just out of reach, beyond the tops of the trees and the posts of the bed. On the first day of the world, I had thought that the daytime was already perfect, 
But then the sun fell away and the music came, and the goddess held me close and tight as we danced to the sound of the ringing stars. The bed is a close second. That's where the goddess and I sleep when we tire of listening to the ringing song of the stars at night. It's made of the same wispy, soft streaks that decorate the sky in daytime, shading us from the brightest shinings of the sun. When I'm out amongst the trees and want to feel its comfort, I only have to look up and embrace the cool, slick feeling of white on my skin. Truly, the goddess thinks of everything. On the third day of the world, I asked the goddess why the ground wasn't so soft as the bed, and why the sun had to come out and chase away the stars. I was worried for a moment that she might rebuke me for criticizing her creation. But instead, she favored me with a smile that said I had done something foolish but pleased her nonetheless. It's hard to concentrate when she smiles at me like that. The quirk of her mouth draws my eyes to her lips, and red wraps around me in a warm, tight squeeze. Fortunately, she didn't reply immediately. I had a moment to regain my composure while she decided how best to explain the wonders of creation to me. Oh, my silly pet, she said finally. If the stars rang at all hours, you'd forget how special that sound is that I made for you. If you didn't know that the ground could be rough and hard and dirty, then you'd take the softness of the bed for granted. You might not even realize how much I've done for you. Oh, I said, my heart swelling up, tears welling as I realized just how much the goddess has done for me how deeply she's thought through her creation. And I thank her for making the dirt and the sun so that I would properly understand how great she is. The idea that I could ever have failed to realize her greatness, that she cared for me enough to ensure I'd make no such mistake. The stars are my favorite thing among her creations, but my love for the stars is a petty, ephemeral thing compared to my love for her. My least favorite thing in creation is the book. I do love it. After all, the goddess made it, and it's clearly one of her favorite things. She smiles so happily when she reads it, 
and I feel like I should love it more for the joy she takes in it. Especially because of how she looks at me after reading it. Like I, foolish pet that I am, might be her favorite creation. But I made the mistake of asking her what was in it on the fourth day of creation. She smiled that pleased full smile and she laid it out in front of me on the bed to read. She said it was a journal, a pretend story imagining the life of a man from another world, each page a single day. It was so strange. In the beginning, he was in a place called a city, which sounds awful in itself. It smelled bad and it was noisy. At night, there were discordant horns and banging instead of the beautiful ringing of the stars. He made his way from there to a quiet forest but he'd had to travel in something called a box truck to get there, instead of being born there on the first day of creation. He complained about having to carry a heavy wood frame and something called a mattress out into the woods to sleep on, for he had no goddess to conjure up a bed to comfort him though he did have a mistress, which seemed to be similar. He knew that the stars were beautiful, but he couldn't hear them. Even with his mistress beside him on the mattress, he had trouble sleeping. He felt insecure out in the silent forest, exposed he said. The ending was happy at least. Over the course of a few days, his mistress helped him relax. His writing became simpler, the entry shorter, more appreciative of the wondrousness of the world. But in the final entry, he still couldn't hear the stars and he was worried about not having enough food, whatever that was. For the rest of the planned trip, he and his mistress were on. The sun had begun to fall by the time I finished reading, and the goddess had her arm around me as we lay on the bed. What do you think, pet? she asked breath tickling my ear. What would you make of such a world as that? It seems like you mean for it to be sad, I said. And it is, but it's so distant. I can't imagine what it would be like at all to be in a world that you didn't create for us. Would you like to know how he would have felt, the man in the story. 
would you like to feel it for yourself just for a moment? I have to consider it for a moment. I don't want to know how he felt. But I remember what God has told me about the sun and the stars and the dirt and the bed. I think I might appreciate you even more if I did, I admit shamefully. And I don't want to take you for granted. She laughed. Then her lips brushed my ear and she whispered something I cannot recall. And she snapped her fingers. And the warm satisfaction of her presence fell out the bottom of my stomach. And I was a man sitting with a woman, a beautiful woman, the love of my life, but still only a woman, not the goddess, on dirty sheets in the woods. My feet were sore, and my back still ached from carrying the oaken frame of the four-post bed into the forest, and I could remember it all every entry from my journal, how we'd planned out the trip, how we'd argued all the time away from work it would mean, this fantasy of hers, this wildly indulgent experiment in our shared passion. I remembered bouncing around in the rental U-Haul, bruising my ass on rutted mountain roads to reach somewhere quiet enough for her. My stomach was racked with pangs of hunger, and I could smell stale sweat. I couldn't feel the white of the bed's canopy cooling and soothing my skin. I couldn't hear the stars. I didn't appreciate the goddess. She snapped her fingers again, and I turned a sob into the crook of her neck. Never again, goddess, please, I choked out. I'll never take you for granted again. Very nice story, isn't it? And I'm going to leave that for today. Leave you with that. And later, we'll revisit and go through this topic and some of the other submissions. Ah, but I really love that one.